Hey guys, this is Chaitan. This is Abby. And this is Who Got Next, episode 20. So we're going to recap Super Wildcard Weekend as well as the championship game that was played on Monday night. And then after that, we're going to go over Urban Myers hiring in Jacksonville and the upcoming playoff games that are two games on Saturday and two games on Sunday. So we're going to start off with Super Wildcard Weekend. Game one of the week was... Indy versus the Buffalo Bills. I thought this game was much closer. And as as someone that's been rooting for the Bills all season, it really got my heart pressure up. I was nervous for Buffalo. What are your thoughts, Abby? To be honest, I thought it's, it's one game. But how the Bills performed in this game makes me doubt them in the game that's about to happen. Because the, the, the Bills' so-called defense that was improving did not look like it was improved at all. The Colts' uh, left tackle, Costanzo, has retired, and he didn't even play in that game. They had a free agent, Valdir, playing for them. I saw Philip Rivers almost under no pressure. Jonathan Taylor ran it down the throat. If not for suspect calls by Frank Wright, fourth and goal, going for it. A couple other situations. The coach, to be honest, the coach should have won the game. And uh, uh, Zach Moss is now out for Buffalo. They barely ran the ball before anyways, but now this makes them more one-dimensional in my opinion. So I was not impressed by the Bills. I was impressed that they won. That was a fumble. I don't care what anyone says. The end of the game situation, that was a fumble. He was not touched. He went to the ground. He got back up on his own power, went forward. That was a fumble. If somehow Buffalo lost that game, the Buffalo fans would have killed the referees. Simple as that. They would have killed the referees. They would have sued the league. They would have done something crazy. Someone would have died. And to be honest, I wouldn't blame them. They have waited 25 years for this moment. And if they were robbed based off of that, then I don't know what to tell you. But Diggs, hey, I'm a Vikings fan. Diggs, he was my man. Still got love for him. Win-win trade for both of us. We got Justin Jefferson. They got they got Diggs. You rarely see that. But Diggs, he's... He's the reason they win, to be honest. If he's not on the team, they're not winning that game. Uh, Cole Beasley looked like he was not 100%, but he still made pivotal plays throughout the whole game. Gabriel Davis made some great catches, rookie. Uh, overall, Josh Allen played how he played the whole year. He did do another bonehead thing again like he did last year. That almost cost him. That that fumble that all yo man that that's that's you can't do that and and now it's the second round uh, coming up and they're saying I haven't checked the forecast but they're saying snow yeah. um I don't know I think we can check real quick just to yeah. make sure there's a chance of snow this would be the first time Lamar's ever played in snow so right now they're saying at from what I'm looking at right now, at 8 o'clock, which is when the games will be played, it'll be 30 degrees, snowing, and 15-mile-per-hour winds. And it's going to stay that way. So, we're, And it's going to be snowing starting like 1 o'clock. So this is this likely will be a snow game depending on how much snow there is. I personally hate snow games because it, it, it becomes a mess, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, we both agree. I thought – I thought the Bills would handle them. They didn't. Uh, if you have any more thoughts on that. I mean, a lot of things that 
happen in this game are going to be indicative of what's going to happen then when we talk about the the uh, divisional round. So we're just going to leave it till we talk about the divisional round. So let's move forward with the next game, Los Angeles versus Seattle. Uh, this is a game that we're both split on. I picked the Rams specifically because I was like, you know, that defense is is good. That defense kind of reminds me of the uh, 2015 Broncos when they just carried the team because that team couldn't score. Even with Payton as the quarterback, they could not score. That defense just carried them all the way. And, you know, when Wolfric got um, pretty much took a knee to the head from Jamal Adams and was out for the game and golf came in, I was like, yep. This game is over. I I watch anyone that watched that game could literally see every four or five throws, Jared Goff just airmailed it. He could not hit a receiver. Let alone he had two big plays. Um, I think one was to Woods or no, one was to Cam Akers, and the second one was to uh Cooper Cup, both for like 43 yards. That made up most of the yard the yardage for his uh passing game. Like before that, he was like two for five for like like 10 yards. So just looking at the game, I was like, yeah, no, the, Seattle should have this in the bag. But Jalen Ramsey pretty much shut down DK Metcalf. Other than that one pass where DK got the touchdown, Jalen Ramsey had him covered. And then Aaron Donald, Michael Brockers, Leonard Floyd, and that defensive line just got after Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was not comfortable at all. So, like, that defensive line and that defensive unit is it, – it, they showed why they're the best in the league. And then the, the other takeaway is that defensive coordinator is definitely going to get a job in the next couple years. He's definitely going to be a head coach in the next couple years. He's, like – I think he's still, like, 20, 29 – 30 years old, and he's definitely he's going to be getting head coaching position soon. Those are I my think, takeaways from the game. I think my biggest takeaway from this game was Seattle got exposed. They've been getting exposed since the second half. Ever since that Arizona game in Arizona, where Russ threw three picks, hey, everyone was on. And this this keeps happening. He's an MVP candidate early on, and then falters. You can't keep blaming other people. The defense played as good as they could play as long as they could. That pick six. On the offense, that changed the whole game. They got to thirteen to three, and as soon as they got a ten point lead, you thought it was over, which is sad to say that a ten point lead felt like it was over. The some they fired the OC. I feel that's unfair. It's not. I don't blame him fully. Um, Pete Carroll, in my opinion, is an overrated coach. I think I really don't know what. Ever since that Legion of Boom team, and to be honest. That that the reason why they won is because Russell Wilson was making no money and they were able to keep all these players. The real, in my opinion, the real GM is the job of a GM really is that once you find your quarterback and once you pay him, can you win then? That's truly how you manage the team because eventually, if you have a quarterback, he will be getting paid. So that's how you judge. If a GM knows how to find these players. And yeah, Schneider has done a great job. He found Richard Sherman. He found Cam. Ch- these are all fifth round picks and worse. Cam Chancellor. Earl Thomas was a first round pick. Bobby Wagner was, I think, a second round pick, if I'm not um, mistaken. Um, 
they found a browner. They found um, one more guy. I'm forgetting the name. I'm forgetting his name. He went to the Eagles. Uh, he was a corner for the team. I forgot. I'm forgetting his name. Um, uh, KJ Wright is still there. Malcolm Smith with the MVP of the Super Bowl, seventh round pick. So uh, they found these players, but ever since the Super Bowl, man, it's just I don't see it. They keep disappointing. There was never a point in the season when you felt they were dominant. The 12 and 4, if you look at the Giants, beat them. The Giants are a decent team, they, but they are 6 and 10. You should not lose that game, especially with a backup playing. Daniel Jones did not play. And Daniel Jones himself is not a superstar. So Seattle got problems, in my opinion. And I don't know if these problems would be fit. DK Metcalf, you guys stop acting like. Like, throw me the ball, throw me the ball. You getting locked down, bro. As simple as that. Jalen Ramsey's the best at what he does. He gets paid the most money for a reason. You, he hasn't done, sh- that's three meetings, and you've done zero. You've done shit three times. Not once, not twice, three times. You've done nothing. And so we'll see, because in my opinion, the best receiver in the NFL based off of product- productivity Skill set, everything, and it hurts me to say this is Devontae Adams because I am a Vikings fan to my core. And but I see this dude, this man, he is something else. His release, bro, his release, his hands, he's not the fastest guy in the world. I think when he came out of Not like he's really fast, he's not really tall, he's not really big. He's just always open. 7 Eleven, he's always open. I think that nickname was meant for him. 7 Eleven, he's always open. Aaron Rodgers, you give him the ball, he's gonna get fed the ball. And I think he's going against Jalen Ramsey this weekend. I'm telling you, we'll see. Jalen, I have respect for Jalen Ramsey, he is the best corner in the NFL. This is best on best, so we'll see. DK Metcalf, until you do something special. I would not open my mouth like how you are because you've had one great year. That's one great year. A lot of players have had one great year. You have all the tools, but you can't be throwing a hissy fits, especially with no fans. Everyone could hear you. So I don't see Tyler Lockett doing that. Tyler Lockett had a hundred catches. I didn't see him throwing hissy fits out there. I think that your, your take on the Seattle itself I was thinking about it. I still, if I was building a team, yeah, I would want Russell Westbrook, uh, Russell Wilson as the QB. No, I'm losing. I'm not losing respect for Russell Wilson, but he he is no longer like, in my opinion, now he's more towards the four what? five range than the. But right now, if you ask me, right now, who is playing? Who played the best this season overall as a season? I can probably name you five dudes ahead of him. Yeah. I'll name you Aaron Rodgers. I'll name no order. Aaron Rodgers. I'll name you Patrick Mahomes. I'll name you Josh Allen. I'll name you Deshaun Watson. Those are four names clear cut that played better than him. If you want to put him at five, then there you go. But that's a precipitous drop from where we thought. Oh, I didn't even say Tom Brady. Never mind. I'll put Tom Brady at five. So Wilson is now in the six to ten range. And Lamar Jackson, he's basically with the Lamar Jackson conversation now. 
I mean, I would rather have Lamar, but but saying the Russell uh, the Russell Wilson thing, I think a lot of it has to deal with, you know, before we'd let, honestly, before let Russ cook became, you know, before he trademarked it, when Russ cooked, he could have made a bad situation a good thing. But you realize that, like, it, there has been less of that this year than it has been in previous years. And I think that's the issue with Seattle is Seattle's just like, yeah, Russ will bail us out. Russ will bail us out. What happens when Russ can't bail you out? I think that's where I think that's what they're going to have to look into. They're going to have to get, you know, if keep Chris Carson healthy. That's one. They might have to go out and get another, like, their, their tight ends are not that great. It was at Will Disley and they don't even have a first round pick. It's going to Jets. That too. Like they gave up so, so much talent, uh, so uh, so many assets to get Jamal Adams, but like you have to build that offense. It's not you guys. If you if Seattle keeps trying to let Russ cook, it's never gonna happen. It'll happen once in a while, but it you're just gonna continuously see the same thing, and that's why like a lot of it has to deal with head coaching. I don't think the OC should have been fired. Pete Carroll won one ring, right? He won one ring he won, that yep. year. And then made that terrible call to not run the ball. You give them the credit in the world because they were able to find those players. They were, they were able to find Russell Wilson. So I'm not taking that away from him. But that's your past. That was, that was what, not, that's nine years ago now? That was 2012 when they won, I think. And I think uh, – 2013, yeah. it was 2012-2013 when they, they beat the Broncos in the Super Bowl. So now we're going almost seven to eight years later. We just saw Doug Peterson – Get fired after he just won a ring two years ago. So I don't want to. So he's getting his cachet is holding up for a long time. I think you also have to consider like a lot of it. Dan Quinn's Dan Quinn's defense. Dan Quinn kept his job in Atlanta for so long because he built that defense. You also have to consider like it was Dan Quinn's scheme that helped the Legion of Boom work out. All I'm going to say is schemes don't matter. Players do. Those players are gone. They were able to play better defense in the second half because a lot, some players came back. They they, they got Carlos Dunlap. Jamal Adams came back. That that helped them out. And they played – yes, Sunday was not – what well, was played on Sunday or was it played on Saturday? Whichever day it was played, the defense was not the problem. It was the offense. And it's been like that for a minute now. So now we go to the third game of Saturday, which was Tampa Bay, Washington. Oh, all I have to say, Tom Brady, bro. Tom. First of all, this game should not have been this close if Chris Godwin could catch a damn ball. <laughs> I was surprised because he's played great the whole year, in my opinion. He went through a lot. He had his uh he had a thumb injury or surgery on one of his fingers. Yeah. That 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 screwed with him. Mike Evans, that he damn near lost his knee. Comes back next week. Thank God he didn't get screwed over that much. His knee's doing better, and he balled out. Antonio Brown, balling. There's too many weapons. There's just too many weapons. Washington's defense. Chase Young, where you at? Where you at? I want Tom Brady. Where you at, bro? Chase Young? You chasing what? Chasing ghosts out there, bro? I ain't see shit. I saw one man, Deron Payne. That's it. I ain't see nobody else do shit. That, that defense, good. that so-called great defense. I told you, Philly would have won that game if Jalen Hurts played the whole game. I will go to my grave with that notion. You agree with that too. A lot of people probably do agree with that. 
which basically tells you this defense is overrated. They're they're okay. They're good. They have good players. Chase Young, I'm not hating on him. I'm just hating on how he played this past weekend. Chase Young is going to be a really, really good player in the league. Deron Payne is a monster inside. Uh, Montez Sweat, nothing get talked about a lot. Jonathan Allen, Ryan Kerrigan, he may have played his last game. God bless him. Maybe he – yo, Vikings, come through. Um, Yeah, their secondary is suspect. Landon Collins is out for the year, so – but that secondary is sus. Linebackers are, in my opinion, sus also, so they can obviously improve on defense. Taylor Heineke, ex-Viking, props, bro. Straight up props. I think – I think they would have played – I don't think if Alex Smith played, they would have played this good. Alex Smith is compromised. I'm pretty sure he's thinking when he runs. And you can't blame him because of what he went through. So I give – I'm not trying to take any credit away from Alex Smith and what he's done this year. Only hats off to him. Props. But Taylor Heineke played the best any Washington quarterback could have played for them. And that defense – this is this is the problem I have with the Bucks, man. The defense can't be playing like that, man. You can't be – you can't be letting them in the game. But they got through it. Tom Brady is just what he is. He does what he does. And if not for uh, – I think the rookie Vaughn fumbled, uh, drops. This game should have been a, at least a double-digit game. They won by eight. They should have won by more. And I think Tom Brady is just peaking at the right time. I mean, I'm going to take it from the other perspective. Tyler Heineke. Yo, Taylor Heineke. Oh, my God. That, that one – the one play that brings him within one score, I think, but within three points, where he's like lunging for the for the um, pylon. I was like, "Yo, this dude is literally playing his heart out." Out of like, he wasn't expected to start. You know, he Alex Smith. I love Alex Smith. Loved Alex Smith as a Niner. I always have this debate if he. If he was starting the Super Bowl against the Baltimore Ravens, I think 49ers would have won. But that's that's my opinion. But he, Heineke kind of reminded me of like what Alex Smith used to play like in San Francisco, where he was just like like carefree. If he sees it all running open uh, open lane to run, he'll run this and that. But that like I did not expect anything from the Washington offense. If if the game was going to be close, it was going to be because of defense. And truth be told, I was watching that game. It should have been a blowout. That Washington had no reason being in that game. So, what do you think about the 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 Bucks? The Bucks side, uh, that defense doesn't get enough pressure. I felt like they should have been able to get even more pressure than they did. That that's that's the one thing that worries me. Is like you know all these great defenses we talk about, they should be able to get pressure. Um. I know Leonard Fournette had a pretty good night, um, I think, but their offense clicks way more with um, Rojo. Yeah, I he think, likely will not be playing, and I think that's a big deal. That is a big deal because I think it. I mean, when we talk about it in the for the divisional round, like I think Rojo's their best running back. It's not, you know, Leonard Fournette got a lot of yardage just because they're. You know they're they're preparing for the past. There's too many weapons out there, so that's what I think. Like, I think, but yeah, Tom Brady's peaking at the right time. That Buccaneers, like, so many weapons. You know they use Gronk pretty much exclusively to block. 
I I was kind of shocked. I was like, yo, Gronk got like one attempt at a touchdown at the back of the end zone. That's about it. Cameron Bray was their main like receiving tight end that game. So yeah, that that just shows you how how much how many weapons they have because Gronk is probably their best pass catcher. If I'm being honest, he's he has the best rapport with Brady anyway. Oh, okay. He probably has the best rapport, but the best pass catchers are Mike Evans and Antonio Brown. Come on, man. Yeah. All right. So now we get to Sunday. The first game of Sunday was the game that I felt was the best game of the weekend. Ravens, Titans, and the Ravens did what I thought they would do. I didn't think this would be this low scoring, but it was 10-0, and then they didn't score any points. The Titans. In the second quarter or third quarter, and then they finally scored three points in the fourth quarter. The Ravens, that defense played how they should have played the whole year, but that defense, they have all the pieces. They got Clayus Campbell. They got Brandon Williams, Derek Wolf, just for one reason and one reason only, to stop that freak of nature, 22 Derek Henry, and they did. They, I could not. I thought Derrick Henry would be, would probably get hundred yards, ninety yards, and that would be considered stopping him. But forty, I think he had forty yards. That's insane. AJ Brown, that was offensive pass interference. I don't give a shit what anyone says. That was offensive pass interference. I, I hate. This is not just in the NBA when the NFL, the double standard that exists with the defense getting away with calls and the offense getting away of getting away with calls is unreal. That was offensive pass interference. If you even touch someone on defense, you get called for flags. But this man clearly shoves his whole entire left arm against Marlon Humphreys, one of the best corners in the NFL. Oh, and it's not pass interference. It's straight nonsense. And then you see the Willie Sneed call. That wasn't pass interference. Like, I don't get what some of these referees are doing. But all in all, I call this man Action Jackson. I should trademark that. I don't know what. If someone stole, if someone said that already, then I'm screwed. But regardless, that man, just that man alone, he is, he is special. Lamar Jackson, I loved him in college. I love him now. He won his first playoff game. I feel happy for him. He deserves it. The Ravens are rolling, and the Titans. Hey, simple. Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry is gone. What you gonna do, bro? Still waiting for that answer. Honestly, my favorite moment of the game is that the 43-yard run by Lamar Jackson. I was just like, yeah, that was the best play of the weekend, in my opinion. I was just like, damn. He just took off. He's off and run home. And I feel bad for, like, the teams that they're going to that they're gonna face later on. It, it, even if they don't – divisional round, if they advance to the championship game. Like, Lamar Jackson at, at the running back position is ridiculous. Like, yeah, you they are have... one more star receiver away from dynasty. I think they need one guy. They need one, either in the draft. They're obviously not going to be picking that high, but this draft is loaded. Or a receiver in the free in free agency. Allen Robinson is a be available. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's the guy, but you need one. I think yo, if I'm the Ravens, I call Atlanta. They're not even in the same conference. Yo, give me Julio, bro. Give me Julio. That man will have matchups for days. He will be open. You keep Marquise Brown. You have Julio. You have tight ends. You have your tight ends. You have your running backs. You have your O-line. 
get that one. You don't need two. You just need one freak of nature. Julio Jones is still that type of dude. Go get him. And then I think this Ravens team could be unstoppable, even though right now they're rolling. I mean, even better, you could just pick up Allen Robinson, who's a free agent. And but, then... I'm taking, but I think Julio is a next-level type of monster, bro. Oh, yeah. No, Julio is definitely that guy. But you can't say Allen Robinson is not a number one wide receiver. From what he's doing this with... Julio Jones can he, – he's, he's faster. That's why. Yeah, Julio Jones is a freak. I think I consider him best – after Calvin Johnson, he's the best wide receiver I've ever seen. I agree I, with that. I, I agree – me watching, because Randy Moss obviously was no longer Randy Moss when we watched him. Oh, well, I saw Randy Moss at Randy Moss. And that so you did? Too. I really didn't. I got to see Randy Moss like when he came back to Minnesota that one time. And he mm-hmm. was still really good, but he wasn't Randy Moss anymore. So I'm not going to say that. So, yeah, Calvin Johnson, then second best. Bro. I see Calvin Johnson's playing Julio Jones. Yeah. I'll probably with that. Personally, it's Randy Moss. Reggie Wayne, Reggie Wayne was up in there, but he's no Yeah, he, he wasn't. Martin, yeah, Wayne and Harrison weren't at the level that. Personally, my favorite receiver ever just to watch and everything was Chad Johnson. Ocho Cinco, for those that don't know, Chad Johnson. Never seen mm. people, a, a man with feet like that. Oh, route and then Antonio Brown. You can't forget about Antonio Brown, everything that man did. At his size, that man is always open also. That man was a freak. So, yeah. And the Ravens could have got Antonio Brown, but I guess they didn't want to deal with everything. And give props to Antonio Brown that he has kept his mouth shut and everything surrounding him has been pretty good. So give him props. Give Tom Brady props for for vouching for him and the Buccaneers for taking the chance on him. So now we get to the next game was, oh, do we really got to discuss this game? The Saints versus the Bears. Yo, this was a wipeout. I, I, my eyes bled watching this shit. After Javon Wims drops that touchdown, first of all, he should have been cut on the spot. He should have been cut on the spot. You drop that touchdown, the game was over right there. This game could have actually been somewhat decent if he caught that ball, and then the Saints' doubt would creep in again as it has for the past three years. He dropped it. The game was over. The first season was over. Mitchell Trubisky's run in Chicago is over. I'm so happy that Mad Nagy is still going to be there next year. Ryan Pace is still going to be there next year. Go ahead. I want to see who you get a quarterback. Have fun, Chicago. I feel bad. I don't feel bad for Chicago because they're in my division. Screw you, Chicago. You guys got your ass whipped. I'm so happy you guys were in the playoffs. So you got to see how trash you guys truly are. Enjoy. I can't believe Nagy and Pace kept their jobs. I would have fired – if you kept Nagy, I kind of understand because he's made the playoffs two out of three years. But for – Ryan Pace should not have a job in the NFL. Forget – I hate calling – I hate – I don't like, like talking about people's jobs. But you drafted Mitchell Trubisky. You traded up to get him because you thought someone else would get him. No, nobody was going to get him. And you went to get Mitchell Trubisky over Deshaun Watson and Patrick – oh, my God. Just saying that out loud makes my mouth hurt. You're talking about after Aaron Rodgers, those two guys are the future. You didn't pick them. I need to know who's in that scouting department. No, I don't give a shit who's in the scouting department. The GM make the final call. His dumbass picked. I, 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 I truly judge his intelligence. I, I, I am not a GM, but I watched college ball enough. I watched him in North Carolina. He was nothing special. 
And if you want to use a bullshit excuse that, oh, we were going based off potential, are you kidding me? The most potential player was Mahomes. And the most finished product was Deshaun Watson. I'm done. I'm done. I hate the Bears anyways, but this is blasphemy. At least the Packers are good. At least they have Aaron Rodgers. And, like, he's that great that you can at least watch him and not feel that. I don't feel as bad losing to Green Bay because he's a freak, Aaron Rodgers. But the Bears, bro, y'all, y'all shit. I mean, also, Chuck Pagano is retiring from the NFL. That's the, yeah. He was their defensive coordinator. Good. He went through a lot. Everything good for him. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. Good guy in the league. Good for him. Uh, Bears defense will probably still be decent next year. Also, Ryan Pace. Also, he didn't. Re- he cut Leonard Floyd, who is balling in the rent. Oh my god! How yo? This man should. This man has pictures of someone. This man has a videotape of the owner. This man has nudes. This man has something. This man has something on the Bears owner for him to still have a job. I'm telling you, you you cut Leonard Floyd and you draft Mitchell Trubisky. You're not you trade for Nick Foles, which was a failure. Allen Robinson wants out. You have nothing going right, and you keep your job. Bro, he has something on somebody. He has something on somebody for having this job. I'm sorry. He has something. You know the Bears owner's 98. I don't give a shit. Whoever's in charge. That'd be a little weird if he has something on her. He got something on her or her her son, daughter, husband, whatever. Family. Whichever way you want to put it. Because this is straight nonsense. Yeah, no, he's he's made a lot of terrible decisions. And not honestly, one, not two, not three. This is LeBron James out here. Not four, not five. He's made multiple bad decisions. Leonard Floyd, wait, Leonard Floyd, I'm pretty sure was his top pick. The before yeah, he was number after, nine. It was before or after Trubisky pick. So you screwed up both your top ten picks. Leonard Floyd went nine or eleven, from what I recall, in that draft. He went nine. Um, I remember. There you go. He went nine, and I really liked him. He was—he's a freak. Or was it? When they cut him, I couldn't believe they cut him. I was so happy they cut him. And now look at the Rams. They got the monster of the midway going on there. Oh, I remember why. I remember when Leonard Floyd was drafted. Damn. Giants drafted Eli Apple after. I'm so happy. Congrats, Chicago. You still got Ryan Pace. Still got Matt Nagy. Good luck, good luck finding a quarterback because they're very hard to find. So good luck to whatever you, whoever you're going to find. You're going to keep, trade, do whatever the hell you want. The Saints, the Saints weren't that impressive to me, in my opinion, if we're going to talk about them. Drew Brees, he played well. He played okay. Um, tomorrow, Michael Thomas came back, scored a touchdown. They looked they look okay. Simple as that. The defense played. I can't really judge the defense because they gave up the bomb. The men dropped it. So, and you're playing the Bears. So I can't judge the Saints. So good job. You want to play off game this year? Good job. Yeah, no, I can't judge the Saints either. Yeah, so let's just move yeah, on. Right. So and now we get to the nightcap, and this one made my brain hurt in many ways possible. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's wrong with the Steelers. I'm sorry. I've been on the Steelers the whole year basically, and they dogged me again. I'm sorry. My brain hurt. First play, bouncy. What the fuck, man? What the what was that, man? You threw the ball ten feet above Ben's head. Um, and that happens, but oh my god! And then yo, you're down twenty-eight zero. You're down twenty. Some things are just meant to be. Juju, if I'm the Steelers, I'm cutting Juju. I don't want him no more. You can go TikTok somewhere else. I'm done with them. I'm done with them. You can't keep talking shit 
and now backing it up. And I don't care about the 150 yards that Juju had. The game was 28-0. Those no, and you Ben had what, 500 yards. None of those numbers, none of those numbers matter. This was Jacksonville versus the Pittsburgh Steelers from three years ago, two years ago, all over again. Those numbers mean nothing. The Browns killed them. No head coach, no cornerbacks playing, no O-line coach. Bro, Olivier Vernon Torrey's Achilles is laughable. Someone should be fired. I'm sorry. I'm and sorry. They shouldn't someone should be fired. And their best guard was out. Best guard was oh, great. Then Jack Cochran got hurt. Then he got hurt. Yeah, they're, yeah, their best two guard and tackle were out. It was ridiculous. I, that game was disgusting. I stopped watching after it was 28 nothing. I had no hope. I was like, yeah, no, Pittsburgh's definitely not coming back from this. But, like, to think that, you know, you guys talk, Juju talks so much shit. It's like, same old Browns. I'm like, you never say that. No matter who your opponent is, you never say that out loud. You can say it in the locker room, but you never say that out in the public. I just need, I just need to comprehend how Mason Rudolph, without TJ Watt, without Joe Hayden, without Cam Hayward, without Ben, without some other players, you go to Cleveland, you lose by two points, then you come home rested, and you do this. I, I don't I, I don't get it. I think Mike Tomlin has huge blame in this. You're the head coach. You have to take responsibility here. Uh, I'm not saying he's, he's a great coach. He's never had a, a record under 8-8. Eight and eight. But that Super Bowl he won, that was a long, long time ago. That was a decade ago. They won in 2010, right? 2009, 2010. Yeah, it's been a long time. Just like Pete Carroll, him also. And I understand the Pittsburgh Steelers don't change coaches because they've only had three in their history. So I'm not saying fire him. I'm just saying something has to, something's wrong here because you're 11 and 0, and then you just fall off a cliff. And I'll be honest, I was one of those guys that fell for it. That game against the Colts, they came back. I picked the Steelers. They came back and they fooled me. That's what they could do. And then you saw what the hell they just did on Sunday. And then final thoughts on this game was for me. Cleveland, you deserve this. You guys deserve it. You guys went through a lot. It's been a long time coming. Enjoy. Kevin Stefanski didn't get the coach, but he still earned the win. Alex Van Pelt, who was the coach. No, no, it was actually uh, Mike Preffer from the Vikings. Congrats to him. Congrats to the Browns. They all deserve it. They went through a lot over the years. Good, good overall feel good story. So you're mine takeaways from this so the mike tomlin thing do you think at this point i know the steelers don't change head coaches but do you think it at this point it's best that they both part ways because like mike tomlin's gonna get a job anywhere but i think it's that culture that he had with when ab was you know we didn't know about his antics but they knew about it inside the locker room same thing with Lev Bell. I know Lev Bell hasn't been a problem since he left Pittsburgh, but like, you know. I think anywhere else if this happened, he would have been fired. But the fact that he's in Pittsburgh is the reason why it hasn't happened. In my opinion, I don't understand why all the shows and all the critics and all the media, they're, he he should be held more responsible. 
you they lost to the Cincinnati Bengals, the Washington team. They almost lost to the the Ravens without any of their players. They were down 17 points to the Colts. They like this is this wasn't a one or two time thing. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Is like at, at this point, I feel like they'd be both the Steelers and Pit, uh, like the Steelers and Mike Tomlin are probably best off split parting ways because he he'll be able to go anywhere and get a head coaching position, obviously. And for Pittsburgh, it's a fresh start because guess what? Big Ben is probably gone. Actually, Honestly. you know what? I I kind of want I kind of agree with you, and, and I kind of don't. The one thing I'll give is I want to see Mike Tomlin with his own new quarterback. That's true. I'll, I'll give him that one chance, but that's easier said than done. Because finding that guy, because they're picking what twenty something, they're not picking that high. Mac Jones. I I'm not a hey man. Props to him and the. We'll get into that, but I'm not. I don't think he's nowadays. If you can't move, you ain't playing good in this league. Tom Brady's anomaly. Mac Jones, there's at that point in the draft. It's at that point, it'll be Mac Jones, in my opinion. The rest will be all gone, in my opinion, unless you trade up. Kyle Trask. Oh hell no, I don't like him either. I'm sorry, I'll be honest right now, I don't like him. Yeah, no, the other guys, uh, Trevor. There are Steven. four guys, in my opinion, this draft that you could actually draft and possibly have a future with. Obviously, three gems. Wilson. I'm not gonna act like I'm a college football expert. I just know enough. Trevor Lawrence, common sense. You can possibly win with Justin Fields. I love Zach Wilson. I've been on Zach Wilson. You know how long I've been on him. Yep. And you got Trey Lance, who is the ultimate uh, unknown because he played at uh, this year. North Dakota. He never threw an interception in his career. Um, everything I've heard about him is just great from everyone. So those four. Kyle Trask, I don't believe in him, to be honest. I'm not going to say he can't be successful. I just haven't seen it. And Mac Jones, listen. We going through this with Tua right now. If you, yo, do you know the receivers that were on the team last year? You had Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle was your fourth receiver last year. That's who Tua was throwing to. And Najee Harris was your running back and the O-lineman. And that team lost to LSU. So... I understand now, and now we're hearing a lot of the Tua speculation. We're kind of seeing that, yeah, when you have the best talent, you don't really know. I think uh, Trey Lance and Carson once went to the same high, uh, college. They, did. they went to the same school. They did. That's interesting. Uh, wait, and then we got one more game, right? No, nope, that was the last game. That was the last one. But then Monday, obviously, was the national championship game, which was an epic failure. I'll be honest. I do think that we were misinformed on how healthy Justin Fields really is because he did not look like he was fully good. I don't think so. In my opinion, I, he didn't look re- fully right. Trey Serming got hurt in the first freaking play of the game. I know. First play. I know. And then, and then when we found out that two – Three starters were missing, two on the D-line, one on the O-line. I'm like, yo, man, they can't catch a break. But to be honest, bro, even if they had everybody, I still, from what I saw, Alabama was going to win this game regardless. I thought Ohio State had a shot. No. 
Alabama was the best team. They dogged them. Trey dogged them. You mean best team or like I, I, that's the best Alabama offense I've ever seen. And they've had Julio Jones and Mark Ingram and and those boys back. Calvin Ridley, Amari Cooper. I think we can basically say that we saw the best two offenses in history back-to-back years. We saw last year with LSU, and we saw Alabama this year. You can't refute it. Yep. I, I mean, mean, I really, I really have nothing to say about this game. Like Justin Field, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything to him because he didn't have his running back. He didn't have a lot of players. He didn't play well. He seemed like he was hurt. He didn't look like he was fully healthy when he ran the ball. I mean, you can't say. And yeah. by the way, what's his name? Sean Wade, bro. You, if you were a first round pick before, you you a seventh round undrafted free agent now, bro. I'm sorry. Dude, like you yo, bro. Exposed. Like you can't be talking shit. Like yo, I want Devontae. The man dropped two bills on you in the first half. He could drop four hundred if he really wanted to. Three hundred mm-hmm. minimum, bro. That's disgusting. I mean, out of this, right? The last two years we've seen. Jamar Chase with nine catches, 200 yards, two touchdowns. We just saw Devontae in the first half put up 150. Who's the first wide receiver taken in a draft? I think the first wide receiver will be um, Devontae. Probably because um, Miami picks three. Miami takes him because they should take him. They need a receiver. The fact that he's played with Tua will probably give him the edge. If the Jets take a receiver, we have a long way to go before the draft. But if the Jets take a receiver, they are the biggest fools out there. A receiver is something you take or draft after your other needs are filled. Do not do – I'm sorry I'm going to say this. Do not do the foolish nonsense that the Giants did getting Saquon Barkley with the second pick. It's straight laughable. I laughed out loud. I have no nothing but respect for Saquon. He is a freak. But do you know the running backs you can find later on? Let me just name you a couple. Aaron Jones, seventh round pick. Alvin Kamara was a third round pick. Dalvin Cook. Fifth. Whatever whatever. After the third round. Uh Dalvin Cook, second round pick. Derrick Henry, second round pick. Notice the trend here. These are the best backs in the league. Nick Chubb, second-round pick. I'm pretty sure I can keep going, but I, I don't want to. Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Ezekiel Elliott, these guys, the only guy so far that I feel deserved to be picked out how high he was was Christian McCaffrey because that man is not a running back. He does everything. He does absolutely everything for your team. So if the Jets do something foolish – and draft Devontae Smith, the second pick, good luck. There's going to be the same old Jets. If I'm them, I trade down, then maybe do something else. You know, as a Giants fan, I was very upset that we didn't get Sam Darnold. I really wanted Sam Darnold that year. Bro, anything but the but the running back. You can't be taking a back. I love back. Saquon, too. This is not 1970. I love Saquon, too. I have a little Saquon, though. Guess what? Thanks. He hasn't played in a long time. It was week two, okay? He hasn't played since week two. Yeah. And you got you to pay him soon. What do you got to pay him for? Doing nothing? Hey, better take that hometown discount. He's not taking no discount. Some fool will pay him. I know. Someone would be dumb as hell. I mean, Jerry's going to pay him. All right. And now we go to the matchups that are going to happen. We got four games. I think this is the best weekend of football because you have four great matchups. 
Last week was good, but this is great in my opinion. First game, we got Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, that bad man. I hate the Packers, but he is a bad man. I'm not a retard. I'm not an idiot. I'm sorry. I'm not an idiot. He's a he is the one of the best. He's the best. I'll be honest. He's the best guy I've ever seen throw the ball. I'll be honest. I've never seen a guy throw the ball like how he does. And in his prime a couple of years ago, bro, it was something else. Him with Jordy Nelson, that relationship was iconic. So you have him. The weather is going to be how it is in Green Bay, obviously. You have the Rams. Aaron Donald is supposedly playing. Cooper Cup is now looking so good. Jared Goff was announced today. He is starting. John Walford is not. He's out. Um, Jared Goff was seen wearing gloves today playing. So he may use gloves instead of just going with his bare hands as usual. All I'm saying is sunny side California, going all the way to Green Bay. It's a far away, baby. It's a far cry from home. And I don't see them winning this game. I'm sorry. If Cooper Cup was healthy, maybe. If he's not playing, and J- Jair Alexander, all you got to do is shut down uh, Robert Woods. I'm sorry. I think Green, even if Green Bay scores 17 points, I, I don't think the Rams can score 17 points. On top of that, you have to also consider that one of the scores for the Rams game last week was on pick six. The, we, you're going against the quarterback that throws the least I don't see Aaron Rodgers throwing a pick six, exactly. It's not happening. It's I'm so excited. Like we, we always talk about, you know, when the number one offense plays the number one defense. We saw it a couple years ago in, in the Super Bowl with uh, the Broncos and uh, and Seahawks, and the Seahawks were calling all out, out all of uh, Peyton's plays. Like, this is different. This is like, you know, like, we just watched what Aaron Rodgers did in the regular season. Like, he picked apart defenses. And I want to see – this is the matchup I want to see just because I just want – like, yeah, he might not. And if if Jalen Ramsey shuts down Devontae, great. Like, Aaron Rodgers is still going to find a way to score. And that's going to be the exciting part about it. So, like, I'm really excited to see this game. And I think we both – but who do you think – I think Green Bay wins. Green Bay. I think Green Bay easily. Uh, now we get to the game of the – I'm not going to say weekend. It's one of the top two. Uh, Ravens, Bills. Everyone thinks the two quarterbacks, the two guys they keep comparing, they're saying he got next, he's the next guy. It's Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson. And I love both of them. They're saying it's going to snow and likely will snow. It's going to be cold. And obviously, Josh Allen, he went to Wyoming. It shouldn't really affect them. But they don't have Zach Moss. They don't run the ball that much. All you got to do, I know it's a hard task, but all you got to do, Ravens, is stop one dude. You cover Stephon Diggs? I don't think they can do much. I'll be honest. We We just saw the Colts defense, I mean, the Colts running game dismantle. The the Bills. I'm taking the Ravens. I'm sorry. I'm taking the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens. Lamar Jackson, keep going, baby. Action Jackson, show everybody. Prove everyone wrong. Snow game, I've been hearing it all week. The only only guys that know where they're going is the offense, not the defense. So – that if it's gonna, we don't know how much it's gonna snow yet. But if it's snowing and this becomes one of those games, Ravens got the defense and they got the running game. I'm sorry, I'm taking the Ravens. I hate to say it, I love the Bills, but I have to take the Ravens because of that running game. It's snowing, 
I, I've seen snow games. You know, I've seen Giants Green Bay back in 2007. Guess what? They were just handing the ball off. You, you just, all you got to do is run. In this case, yeah, you can hand off to J.K. Dobbins. He's going to run someone over. Gus Edwards, great backup running back. And let's just be honest, Lamar scrambling in the snow, it seems perfect. It's going to be a good game, and I'm picking Baltimore to win this one. Wow. So, so far, we're in agreeance. Okay, we got two for two so far. All right, now we go to Sunday. This is the game that doesn't seem the most appealing on paper because of obviously they're the biggest point favorite. Chiefs, we get to see Mahomes, Mahomey, he's playing at home. And those damn Browns, those Browns, they got the corners back. Denzel Ward's playing. Kevin Johnson's playing. Um, I don't know about the O-line yet. Stefanski's likely coaching. Bro, I don't give a shit who's playing for Cleveland, bro. Jim Brown could be playing right now. I'm sorry. I'm taking the – I'm taking Chiefs, bro. I'm sorry. It, I, it, that defense is – but Brown's defense is not good. I'm not trying to say the Chiefs defense is that good. Brown's defense is not good. The, the Steelers lost that game by screwing themselves over, by doing the mistakes, stupid mistakes that they did. Yo, there's no way I, you can tell me that the Browns can cover Hill, Kelsey, Watkins. I'm sorry. You can't tell me – Miko Hardman. You can't tell me – even if the Browns score 30, which they can, I, the Chiefs can score 40. Here's my question to you. When Steelers were down 28 nothing, if that was Kansas City, do you have any – what do, what would your thoughts be? Well, yeah, I, I would say that eh, – that's tough. I would, I would literally sit there and be like, yeah, no, I, I think the Chiefs I, can I, That's come tough. This is, not, this is not Houston 28-0, though. Because Houston couldn't run the damn ball. If It's yeah, but, tricky. I, I understand your point. But in this case, like – I can easily see Kansas City Kansas City score 30 points in 10 minutes. Like it's not that like they the way their offense is run is just impossible to prevent the big play. In my opinion, this is the game where Odell Beckham is needed. Yeah. And he's not there. Yeah, this is the game where they need this the big a, star wide receiver to make a big play. This is the game you get Odell for. This this makes everyone else's job a lot easier. Jarvis Landry, bless him. That man is a savage. But besides him, I ain't scared of I ain't scared of no Rashard Higgins. I ain't scared of no um, Donovan Peoples Jones. These are good players. They're good players, but they're a supporting cast. On top of that, like- my job, I have one job. I'm taking Landry out. I'm I'm doubling Landry, and and you gotta cover uh, the tight ends. And then obviously stop the running game. But that's so, it. Rashad Higgins, um, Donovan Peoples Jones, go ahead. Win on win your one-on-one matchups. That's that's the key to the game. I think I saw I think the stat on um get up that they've been playing all week was any team that's beaten Patrick Mahomes, they've carried the ball 36 times, ran for over 150 yards. Right? That that's not an issue for the Browns. The issue in this case, though, is that that can literally what that leads to is pretty much what three, maybe four drives, maybe two touchdowns. It's not like yeah, no, or three touchdowns. Like what? Is, what is the baseline for that? Yeah, if if Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb go for over one hundred fifty yards combined, 
they score three touchdowns. If that if that's all they score, then I like come on, Kansas City's offense is easily can easily score thirty. All I'm gonna say is I wouldn't be shocked if the Chiefs lost. I wouldn't be shocked either, but which is my, saying something. That's saying something. My thing here is there's always been, you know, when you have to get that monkey off your back, like the Browns did last week against Pittsburgh, your next game is usually a dud. And that's why I would say, yeah, it's yeah, probably I think I think this is Ohio State. I think this is, I think I think this is Ohio State. I know they're obviously Cleveland location. Ohio State, this is Ohio State Clemson all over again. They they threw all the bullets out on them. Same thing with the Browns. The Browns hadn't been the Steelers in 17 years in Pittsburgh. They and just they, did it. And they've never beaten Big Ben in Pittsburgh. So that's exactly Big Ben is 12 and 0 or something like that against them. 17 and <laughs> Well, he he's missed a couple. Of, I thought, well, whatever. I assume he's he missed seventeen. You know, it's something like crazy like that. So I think they threw all their bullets out on that game. I'm sorry. I, I can see the Browns maybe covering the spread. Ten points is a lot of points, but in my opinion, the the Chiefs are going to win the game. Yeah, no, they're out of bullets. And now we're going to go to the only way you can finish off divisional weekend: Saints, Bucks. Round three. First two rounds, they got ass whipped big time. Tampa Bay. Hurts your eyes to watch, especially the second game. That second game was pitiful. I'll be honest. First game was okay. It was the Bucks' first game. But second game was so disgusting. It was Antonio Brown's first game. So you thought some some things could go wrong there. Were they shut off that game? It was they had three points. Okay. 38-3. Okay. Pathetic. But I'm sorry. I have to take Tom. I'm taking Tom. I'm not even going to say I'm taking the other the Bucks. I'm taking Tom. I'm taking Tom. I'm taking Antonio Brown. I'm taking Mike Evans. I'm taking Chris Godwin. I'm taking Kevin Bray. I'm taking Gronk. That defense is sus. Bucks defense is so sus. It's not even funny. The Saints should have no problems with Devin White's back. That's a great, that's great news. Devin White, Levant David, you got one job. It's a huge job. It's one job, though. Kamara, stay in front of my face. And then, God bless him, just cover Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders somehow, bro. Just cover him somehow. Double, double him, bro. Double Michael Thomas. Double the man. And then Drew Brees. He ain't looking like Drew Brees no more. You can clearly tell he's not the old Drew Brees. Yo, JPP, playoff experience. He got two rings. No, he got one ring, I think. He got one ring. Was that two rings? He got one ring. He got one ring, right? One. He got one ring. Madama Kansu, you never won a ring. Um, you played a Super Bowl, though. And this time you got Tom Brady on your back. Um, Shaq Barrett, go get him. He ain't going to move a lot. Go get him. Go get them, Bucks. Yo, I can't see Tom Brady losing three times to the same team, bro. I'm sorry, I just can't. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I can't give you no metrics. I'm just telling you, I just can't. I'll, simple as that. Can't see my man losing three times. See, I can't see it either. Um, my thing here is the Bucks that we're watching now. That offense that we're watching now was not the same Bucks offense in Week Two, and then I guess what Week Thirteen. 
Not sure what week it was, but it's not the same offense, and that's why I had to take the box. I'm like, we know what the Saints are. We've seen what the Saints are. If, like you said, Javon Wims doesn't drop that ball, we might be talking about a different game against this, uh, a, a different game with the Saints and uh, Bears. On top of that, Drew Brees can't throw ten yards down the field. <laughs> I know, like I make that joke all the time, but you literally can you can see it. He's literally throwing a med ball. He's having a hard time throwing the ball sometimes. And yeah, he can't get away from the pocket. And I think he, this, I think he just turned forty-two. <laughs> like, one guy's forty-three, one guy's forty-two. Big difference. Yeah, and then the in the game the day before, one guy's twenty-two, one guy's twenty-three, and one guy's. I think both guys are tw- uh, one. I don't know. They're the. I think Lamar Jackson's still what 23, 24? Josh Allen's the same thing. But no, so we got. I got the Bucks in this game. Can we agree on every single game? That's scary. Oh yeah, no, someone's gonna fuck it up for us. I hope no one does. I hope so too. We got two upsets: the, the Saints. I mean, not the Saints. The Bucks and the Ravens. They are not the favorites. They're obviously the road teams. Obviously, you would expect the home teams to be favored. So, I expect. I don't expect any blowouts going on here. I expect all close games. Drew Brees, this could be it. This could be it. If he loses, this could be it. In my opinion, it will be it. This will be his last game. I think it should be because, damn, NBC about to pay him some cash. Yeah, but in my opinion, he could get any of those. Uh, well, I'm not going to say any, he could get those jobs, but you can only play. That's why Tom Brady's still playing. He knows. He can do whatever he wants afterwards. But he can't keep doing. He only has a little bit of limited amount of time left with this. Yeah, but you can see it with Drew Brees. He doesn't look That's like true. Tom man. Brady. It looks great. Drew Brees does not look as good. Abby, I think we need to get on that avocado ice cream diet. No, we don't. I do not. Oh shit! No, I'm not taking hits from nobody. So I don't need. I don't need to be. What is it? Elastic or whatever he is. Props to him. That recovery speed though. That's great. Nobody hand me every week, so I don't need to be recovering that fast. Well, that wraps it up for this. I mean, do, do you want to do uh, early Super Bowl picks from what you saw from the from last week? Early Super Bowl picks from last week. Um, I, I'll say it's. Damn, that's tough. Because I think the way we see it. All right, you know what? I'll do this. It's going to be the Ravens versus Green Bay, and that Green Bay Packer team is going to take the L, taking the Ravens to win the whole damn thing. Nothing would be better than him getting there and taking the L. Can't do my man Aaron Rodgers dirty like that. I can. That'd be great. But could – this is Lamar Jackson revenge tour. This is if he's probably going to play KC in the AFC championship game. That's yeah. the team he can't beat. If he can beat them, that's going to be ridiculous. I can't. Tampa Bay, I want to say Tampa Bay gets there. If Tampa Bay gets the Super Bowl, they're not losing the Super Bowl. I don't give a shit who they play, in my opinion. If Tampa Bay gets the Super Bowl, Tom Brady's not losing the Super Bowl. That's why I didn't want to put them in there. 
Because if they play the Ravens, I wouldn't want my man Tom to lose like that. I'm not trying to say Tom Brady's my favorite player or anything. I'm not. A, I was never a Patriot fan, but I respect his greatness. Even if they play KC, you'd have Tampa Bay beat it and win it. Yep, yep, yep. If he's there, he's winning it. In my opinion, I'm just, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I don't give a shit who goes to the Super Bowl from the AFC. If Tampa Bay's there, Tom Brady ain't losing that. That would solidify everything. He could walk off. He could walk off perfectly after that. My first year out of New England, I come and play a Super Bowl at home as a wild card team and mm-hmm. win it all. That's over. It's 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 all the way over. Nobody could ever. Hundred years from now, two hundred years from now, nobody has a clip of him. I mean, you also have to consider not no team has ever won. No team has ever played a Super Bowl in their own place. Played a Super Bowl at their own place and won. Oh, the, the, that's two. That's two different stats. Neither of them has ever happened. Also, you have to consider that um, if your prediction does come true, because Aaron Rodgers is most likely winning the MVP. The MVP of the league has not won a Super Bowl since 1999. Do you know who it was? Say that again. The MVP, the regular season MVP in the NFL, has not won a, won the Super Bowl. Since 1999. Do you know who the MVP was that year? 1999. Uh, John Elway? Nope. Greatest show on turf. Kurt Warner. Oh, okay. Ah, oh, damn. How did I not? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. It's the last guy to win the MVP and win a Super Bowl in the same season. That makes sense. Someone else almost did it. Matt Ryan. You remember what happened then? Let's, let's stop. They don't deserve that right now. Atlanta got to figure out a lot of things out. Oh, wait. We never talked about Urban Meyer. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's new. He always does something great when he starts off. He could be the new Jimmy Johnson, you could say. But it's a wait and see because obviously we don't know. They're going to get Trevor Lawrence. They have the money. They're going to make moves. I can see Jacksonville being a competitive team in the first year just because he's there. I can see that. Like maybe like they could – well, we have a long way to go. But would I be shocked if let's say the Jaguars won six to eight games? No, I wouldn't. I think the one thing that we need to take in consideration is that how much college football, like college football, let's be honest, you lose one game, you're likely not playing in the college football playoffs or the championship game. Exactly. And I think that has a lot to do with like Urban Meyer's health issues that he's been, he's faced in both Florida and. In my opinion, college football in terms of on someone's health is worse than the NFL because in college, you have recruiting and dealing with college students and the whole – that's a year-long – obviously, the NFL is a year-long thing, but that shit's different in my opinion. Yeah, NFL is – I'm not going to say – I don't want to make it sound easy or anything, but, bro, college co- head coaches, they got – bro, you got to be going to people's houses, recruiting, co- then coaching them up. That's different. But yeah, I think Urban Meyer can succeed in the NFL. We're just gonna have to see it. Hopefully, it's not like a Pete Carroll thing where 
We give him too much credit for one ring. I think this will be his last head coaching job. Yeah, I can agree with that one. I think this is the only place he wants to go to anyway. Think about it. If, he, if it works out, he can be coaching this man for 15 years. Trevor Lawrence. I feel you're unison. You're, you're in together. You're in unison. If, if Trevor Lawrence is what we think he what we think he is, then you could probably say Urban Meyer is in this for a long time. Well, it's probably pretty much like Jimmy Johnson and Aikman. Yep, there you go. All right, so we'll catch you guys next time. Peace.